Hello and welcome to another episode of Deck Hockey Focus. We are your number one source for equipment, reviews, information, and general entertainment. Uh, we like to start every episode with cracking a cold one with the boys. Alright, on tonight's episode we're going to talk about last minutes of the game and what your strategy should be and how you'll handle that. Uh, a little bit about wet conditions and we're going to start a new segment called Tip of the Week. This week we're going to talk about footwork and a little bit on how that plays into the wet conditions. Uh, before the, we started this week, we had uh, a lot of people uh, give us some suggestions for topics. We really love it when you guys do that. It helps us keep it focused and uh, really helps give us a structure to how to what to bring you every week. And uh, keep sending us suggestions. Feel free to send us a message. We'll uh, definitely reply back or we'll post it out every week when we're looking for more information. So uh, let's just jump into this. Um, last minute of the game, you're down by one or two goals. Let's let's just start there. So there's a number of scenarios I would say. First of all, goalie pull power play. Well, What's no, the score? but first Are you of all, points? I I would say that the first determining factor. Let's just assume you're down by maybe one two goals. Yeah. You know, let let's outlaw all talk of you know we're down by five stuff. Well, like no, that. I only said those words so we could set the same. Anyway, hundred percent. So the thing is, the the first determining factor on what you're gonna do, I think, is gonna be the clock. How much time is on the clock, and when are you going to pull your goalie? So I, I like got I got two goalies sitting here with me. Ninety seconds. Ninety seconds. Ninety. To a minute. Depending on like the situation the team you're playing. All right. But ninety to a minute. Obviously, you need to have possession. You need the fucking play in the other end. Does that change from one goal to two goals though? Uh, two goals. I'd so I'd maybe go ninety to two minutes. Okay. It's deck hockey. You can score four goals in ninety seconds. I've seen it. I've been a part of it. It fucking sucks. Well, and especially last night. I mean, we were watching a game, and they're, they're only down by one. And to be honest, the momentum was in their favor. Yeah. They had possession. I, I would argue they were the better team, uh, although I think they ended up losing. They pull the goalie, and they rushed. Yeah. Rushed it, man. They All got right. the yips. They panicked. It was a catastrophe. So this entire segment only exists because of the game last night. D2, you know who you are. We're all there. Um, down by a goal. It was actually a really good game. Tight game all day. And then 90 seconds left. They pulled the goalie four on three, like Mox said. Had the momentum. Got the yips. Had possession. And this is the point of this whole thing, at least mine, it's a game of patience. It's nothing more than a power play. Mm-hmm. Take your time. Set it up. Take your shots. Yeah, not, you, you don't need 20 shots. You need one. Yeah. And it's, it's got to be a good one. It's not a north-south game at that point. It's east-west, north-south. Make a move. Set yourself up. Not four people go in arbitrary directions. It's a, it's a power play. That's mm-hmm. all it is. It's a patience game. I think it just comes down to composure, but I, I even Agreed. see at at some levels where, I, I mean they're they're down by one, and they don't even pull. Yeah, that bothers me. They don't even pull at all. Why? And I see I see it a lot. I saw it more when I refed, obviously, but there are times where I'm watching a game, and it it just it's absolutely baffling. I, I, I don't understand it. Pull your effing goalie. If you're not sure, pull him too soon. Yeah. And then I, I think something that we need to kind of carpool into this, but all I'm saying is you'll get that guy that comes off the bench 
and you don't see this as much at the top levels, but I even see it in two plus, maybe not in D one, but the guy, the goalie comes off, the next guy comes out. And then he feels the need to take the place of the goalie and yes, yes, yes. super deep. The whole Between point your if defensive you get, dots. If you get scored on, you still lose the game. Yeah. Your job isn't to stop them from scoring. It's to score an effing goal. Yeah. Yeah. I giving up a goal agree. at this point, you don't lose by giving up a goal, you lose by not scoring. Going back and standing between the dots your own defensive dots, Yeah, you're not helping. Just keep your goalie in there. He has better pads than you do. Right. So, question for you guys as goaltenders. I I saw a goalie get pulled yesterday with, you know, in a tight game, the same game that we were referencing, and he was, he was fucking pissed. Thro- like, he was livid. And, like... I'm not a goaltender. I'm the guy who's first off the bench. I'm the guy who's yelling, we need to pull our goalie at X 90 seconds, whatever it is. Yeah. As goaltenders, what's going through your head with two minutes left in the game where you're down by one, regardless of how you've played? Or I'm how, looking I at mean, the bench. I don't care yeah. about how I played at that point. I'm only looking forward Yeah. of how are we going to score this goal. Well, and it kind of depends, too, for me. Are like I know, Shaq, you normally do this, um, and I kind of take a, a leadership role from Net too. Um, if my team didn't listen to me about who they should have put out there to score that goal, I'm gonna be kind of pissed. More so than like they pulled me. I get it. You know, we got to score. Well, no, I I think that depends on the team. Yeah. I D one team, we have leaders on the bench. They they know who our players are that need to go out there. It's in 100% not to segue this or take it off topic. It's not the next guy to come out of the door no. who comes out there. You're putting out a four-man power play. Yeah. But, right. base, but yeah. my, my better player. Yeah, exactly. Every time. But yeah. to Mock's question, what's going through my head? Nothing. I'm looking at the bench. What are we doing? You're thinking win the game. Yes. Right. What What is our What is our plan here? So you don't take it on, on your back, basically. No. No. Okay. No, no I can't do anything about it. Whatever happened... Per- Prior to that, it's already done. Right. So that's something to, to highlight. As like, I'm not a goalie. I don't understand goalies. I think you're all disgusting murderers. Uh, and sociopaths, namely. You know you are. But I mean, we got <laughs> the, the, the point is, you played the whole game. One of the goalies is getting pulled. If yeah. it's a tight game, somebody's getting the goalie pulled, or we're going to a shootout. Right. Whatever's going on, take a chill pill, man. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's take a chill it's pill. Understandable. Yeah. Um, and like at that point, I think you become less of a goalie to, to Shaq's point and more of a player coach, I think. Um, and you got to be there for your team because you can't do anything. I mean, you're literally just going to park your butt on the bench and you're going to sit and watch your team try to score. You can't be mad at yourself for anything you let on. Now, do you think you could have played better? Probably. But at the end of the day, like that's for post game. You're still in those 39 minutes and you need to be there for your team. Well, I. Uh- I'm going to just back that one up one. Like, could I play better? That's not a – you can't universally apply that. I played in a D2 game the other day. We lost 2-1. to one. Hell right. of a game by both of us. Mm-hmm. Nothing on the goalies. Like, it was a hell of a game. Right. I'm, I'm just saying, like, if you if it was like a 5-4 or, you know, something like that. Yeah. Then it's a I different conversation. Like, that, though. like yeah. I mean, that's just me personally. I don't think, like, oh, I could have played better or 15, I could have done that. 15-14. <laughs> yeah. But – what I look for in that situation, I'm looking at my bench. 
I need leaders on the bench who are going to take control of this situation. I can't do it from the net. Mm-hmm. See now, I need people who are going to take that bench, quarterback it. I'm looking for somebody to call me out. I was I, I was going to run the counter to that and say that as as a goaltender, you know that we're pulling you. Yeah. And you know that we need possession for it. It's you're almost quarterbacking this transition betw- between goaltender and and a okay. four man rush. So keep your eye on the play. Yeah. And honest to God, cheat, cheat up, oh, cheat towards yes. the bench. Yeah, I'll go to whatever, the whatever, whatever yeah. it is. But the second that you even think, hey, we've got possession here. You're if 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 your team knows and they're on the same page, which I'm assuming they will be. As, yeah, yeah. If you're yeah. one of the teams that will pull your goalie, pull your goalie. <laughs> well, I think we're saying the same thing. What right. I'm saying is, I know I'm coming out. I'm already playing out. Right. I'm looking for the bench to organize that. Like possession, you go. Let's go. I just want you to I know. Need, I, I mean, as far as t- I mean, as far as timing. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I understand that. Do you know how freaking hard it is to run in the mega pads, though? No, it's not. Mine are so freaking wide. Oh, you're wearing those mattresses. That's <laughs> why you gotta anticipate. That's why you gotta anticipate, man. Yeah. I gotta I gotta cowboy it basically and just rancher it. All well, the way you have to, to do bench. that anyways. Yeah. But no, to Mock's point, I I agree with what he's saying. I think we're saying the same things, just different ways. Right. That the goalie does have to take charge in that situation of. I'm gone. I'm gone. Yeah. I'm yeah. saying I don't want to holler at you and tell you yeah. to come. Yeah. Like, obviously, I'm still going to be barking because I can't shut up. But you got to you gotta talk that out during your timeout if you can. If yeah. it's available, take your timeout at like a minute and a half, two minutes. Um, and really, like, that's got to be communication between the bench and the goalie. Yeah. No, like, the goalie, I, I agree, is going to need to quarterback. Or obviously, he's a huge part of it because he has to come off. It, it's led from the bench. Your player's coming out. The player's Agreed. playing there. Agreed. It's a bench lead. And you've got to win the faceoff. You have to have possession. And how all that, those little minute details. Not, I hate saying this. The lower leagues, you guys don't do that. In the upper leagues, we're 100% thinking about that. Pull your goalie. 100% pull your goalie. So, how many goals, what is the goal differential that makes it too many to make it worth Three. it? Three. I agree. Yep, 100%. Three. What? Three is okay. too much. But, what if the period score... Let's say you're down by six, but the period score is one to one. Pull the goalie. Pull the goalie. Yep. Pull a QC crew. You're up by ten goals, and you're pulling your goalie. That yeah, we had that. Don't, we had that against don't us the other give night. them credit. No, but that's what they do. They're the originator. Hey, I will team, give credit where credit is due. I I understand. Their what you're name saying. rhymes with poopy poo. <laughs> I'm out of it. I understand what you're saying, but they do it every time. They're the originator. We're giving credit where credit's due. But yeah. You need to win the period. You've either won or lost the game. Pull your goalie. Win the period points. Get the points. Yep. Especially 100%. if you don't have jerseys. This episode is specifically not brought to you by Crust Pizza. Crust Pizza, located at 2561 53rd Avenue in Bettendorf. Very close to the deck. They do make delicious pizza, but I want to be clear. They are not sponsoring this episode. Their pizza may or may not be super delicious. You can get a Napoleon-style, you can get Chicago-style pizza, multiple beers on tap. Again, Crust Pizza, not sponsoring this episode, located on 53rd in Baton Rouge. Uh, so this next segment, we uh, reached out to our fan base. We asked, by Light. <laughs> we asked, what do you guys want to hear? Uh, Rob Jacobson said, uh, 
you know, what? what's really the difference between ice and deck? Uh, does one train you well for the other? Uh, what do we all think about it? And I'm going to tell you this right now. I have zero ice experience. So shooting from the hip here, the biggest difference between ice and deck, ice has ice, five players, puck. <laughs> and there's fro- yeah, frozen water all over the place. Yeah. It's not um, plastic. And blue lines. Instead of yellow. <sighs> That's actually a super good point. So when I was actually pitching deck to a lot of people that uh, play ice exclusively, and originally I was a person who only played ice, and, and Pat came to me like some crazy crackhead in the <laughs> locker room and was talking about deck hockey, and I, I thought it sounded absurd. And now... Not going to lie, I was in the same boat when I first heard well, about but, it. Well, but I mean, and then here I, here I am, flash forward, I'm on a podcast about deck hockey, yeah. and I don't play ice anymore. I think I need to sharpen my skates. I can't skate. So, for those out there that don't that don't know, I can't really skate. I can move. I can't I can't skate backwards. I could barely stop. Um, you Dude, will... skating backwards is easier than skating forward. Can I, I give another uh, quick shout-out to Scott Stegman for being able to skate backwards? Please continue. Yes. yes. Uh, so you are, you're probably not going to see the, uh, me out on an ice team anytime soon. Um, that being said, I mean, I played nothing but deck for the last five and some years. Uh, done my best to learn how to coach it because, frankly, I learned a lot from being a corporate shell. And uh, a lot of those skills transfer to like coaching deck hockey quite well because uh, it's all just leadership. Same positive but, words. Yeah. Plus phrases. Yeah, I think I, I think that I could probably pick up ice hockey better than a player that just came out of the gate from nothing. My original pitch to people uh, that exclusively played ice and did not like deck hockey like I was, it's everything is blue line in. Yeah. It's scoring. It's, it's every, all offense. Everything is a scoring opportunity. Like the second you have possession, you're in the offensive zone. Even if you're not across the center line, you know, you're you can score. you're in. And feel free to cut this from the podcast if you want. But I uh, read an article or I watched a documentary about why Brazilians are good at soccer. What and the it's fuck be- is soccer. Uh, dude, but seriously, bear with me. Yeah. It's because they have basically a deck hockey version of soccer. It's a very condensed all offense version of yeah. soccer. It's high paced, rapid turnovers. I mean, everything is it, it's it's soccer on steroids. I like where you're at, and here. that's where deck hockey, yeah, and ice marry each other. It's like you condense it down. Everything is small. Everything is scoring, and it's 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 amazing. Well, to the point of the conversation, I think that's dead on. Like. Playing deck and making you a better ice player, is that actually what we're talking about? Because that's what we're talking about A little about bit. Now. Yeah, just let it play. All right. Well, if you're going to play hockey, regardless if it's deck or ice, you're going to play both. Deck is going to make you a better ice player for everything Mock just said. It's condensed. It's three on three, tight spaces. You're going to get better hands. You One, the cardio. Yeah. You, on ice, you stop moving your feet, you glide. Deck? But there's, assuming- there's, there's the benefit to ice, though. Yeah. Dude, I'm gassed. <laughs> I can move push, places push, with go. without without expending energy. I can coast. I'm yeah, not in deck the hockey. ball, considering it moves quite a bit faster than a puck generally. I feel like your hands, you like your hand-eye coordination has got to get significantly better. Yeah. with deck compared to oh, oh my 100%. god, dude, I grew up playing defense and now 
people at some point thought I could dangle. Yeah. And that's like, ah, no, Mox is all stone hands on ice. Yeah. It's, it's all, it's all, no, it's all deck hockey. It's literally that ball is just like, it's so fantastic. It's like a golf ball. It's amazing. But no. So, so sauce, we need to talk about sauce. The one, the one thing that ice has the deck does not have is sauce. The feeling of an amazing saucer pass that just lands where it's supposed to marries, and sticks. marries the yeah. ice perfectly. You're never going to get that with deck hockey. No. No. Land literally sauces itself, spins it, and then lands flat right on that. Yeah, I, I hear you. As a goalie, that sucks. But you know what's even better is when they try to do that and you just rip some awesome save on them. I think I understand your point. Like, you can't really get that with a Milik or even a Bauer Ball because a Bauer Ball is still going to have that bounce at the end of it. It's not going to fall dead on the stick. A player is still going to have to bat it out of the air. And that's that's part of why I like deck hockey a lot. Yeah. You have to learn. I mean, I have some sick goals where I've just batted it right out of the air, you know, right to the back of the net. Whoa. And I don't think you'd have that nearly as much on ice. It's well, it's gonna be like some awkward bounce off a shin guard when that happens. It's a it's yeah. a one off. It's not. well. I would say ca- counter counterpoint is even if you could do a perfect sauce in deck, uh, and I, you know, speaking from the higher levels, but it it's it's got to translate across the board. Everything is so condensed, like I was just talking about, that like sauce is almost unrealistic. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, everything is so many, so, bodies, so many sticks in the way that so bang bang. Yeah, everything is bang bang bang. Like I don't know how many times I've seen where, or even been a part of it where we have a great play, great pass, whatever. Even if it's if it's not a saucer pass or whatever, it might be on the ground and you shoot it, you miss. The goalie makes a save. Whatever, whatever the hell happens, quick pass to the other end. Boom, goal. Yeah. And, like, you'll never find that on the ice. Well, no effing way. Yeah. It's partially because we don't have offsides as well. Which makes it better. Or, like, or, that's, or icing. Yeah. It's You're welcome, concept. D4. <laughs> <laughs> don't, but don't chase. I'm just saying, quit slapping all the way down. But look up before you shoot or the, do something. The, the, that's all the, we're saying. The yeah. point is. No, we're shooting that damn thing. Never, ever move away from the quad cities. You will have children here. They will play deck hockey. They will become good at ice hockey. And then randomly, by some anomaly, there will be a bunch of idiots from Davenport and Bettendorf and, like, maybe Moline. I mean, that's that's what happened with MMA. That's, like, the number one example I could give. Yeah. Once Militich opened up his fighting school here, we've become a hub for MMA. And it hasn't been as big here. Like, But Matt Hughes, I mean, you had Tim Sylvia as well. Uh, our Zach boy Zach McElroyd. McElroyd. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he went through the Milicic system. Don't but... talk shit to McElroyd, by the way. He's such a nice guy. I know. heard about someone just not like, oh man, you don't want to mess with that guy. Like, he's got cinder block hands, man. Just anyone else, anyone. Pick on the refs. I don't usually lobby for you to Your yell at the team. refs. <laughs> yell at the refs. Maybe just quit the game. Just but, pull, pull the D4 and yell at your own, like, goalie fight your own player. I'm usually one to, you know, mess with people. I'm trying to get a reaction a, a lot of times. I'm not looking for a fight or anything, but I'm trying to get you to take a penalty. Michael Red, I'm not trying to get you to take a penalty. I don't 
want that roughing call in my face. Yeah, honestly, like I've played with him, played against him eight million times. I've never seen him do anything like but that. So, that but super so, nice guy. But so yeah, to he's, he's to, cool. to write the ship, I, I would say uh, to write the ship again, basically what I'm saying here is if I play ice, which I've turned down a lot of offers because I just, it doesn't offer the same. They don't keep your stats. It's yeah. not as competitive. There's no trophy. It's, there's no playoffs. It's, it's just not as competitive. And to me, that is the most important thing is that I can't have fun unless there's something on the line yeah. and you're not going to really get that from ice. But the thing that I think would draw me back to ice is just the fact that I need to stay in effing shape in the off season. And I like how you're considering the off season ice to be prepared. Well, no, originally I was, I was against the deck hockey thing. I thought it just sounded stupid. I didn't get it. You can't skate. There's a ball. What is this floor hockey? Yeah. And then here I am now. I own 700 deck hockey jerseys, 95 broken sticks. I'm bitching about the balls and and I'm on a podcast with two idiots that I only know because of deck hockey. And I'm not going to lie. Same boat for me. Like when it first started, I saw it. I'm like, Oh, is that a hockey rink at a park in North Iowa? And I'm like, no, it's not going to be cool. Not going to be cool. Two minutes in, I'm like, this is the greatest goddamn thing I've ever done in my entire life. Amazing. For all those new refs out there at Deck Hockey, if you're rushing to the deck, running a little late to your games and you can't throw anything on, we have a jersey just for you. Ref Stank jersey. Never been washed. Got a bunch of Michael Hole sweat in it. Been passed around between every ref since the beginning of deck hockey. That is over five years of sweat built into this thing. Ref stank jersey. No one will even come near you on the deck. Travis Boyle approved. Uh, this week we're going to start a new segment called the Tip of the Week. Uh, Louisiana Mudbugs have asked us what it's like to play in the wet conditions of Iowa. They they and play indoors, I I believe. They do. They do, and they don't really have to deal with the rain and the cold. The the Humanity. snow and all the all the stuff we got to deal out here right here in the corn state. So our tip of the week it's is the Hawkeye State. What? Yeah, I, I'm a big Hawkeyes fan, but that's not the point. Um, <laughs> it's all about playing in the wet conditions and how the way we see that as a deck hockey focus is how do you put your how do you position your feet? You know, it's all about footwork in the wet conditions. Um, so I guess I'll, I'll give it to Shaq from a goalie perspective. How do you like? How do you play differently in the wet conditions? Personally, I like the wet conditions as a goalie. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get a little more slide on it if you're not wearing reason wise or pads with sliders. You can actually get a little push. You can get a little slide. Mm-hmm. You can play that left or right game. It's yeah, way better. I'm telling you, as a goalie with reason why, I could fly. Yeah. It's amazing. Oh, those those sli- the the slider sliders. things on yeah. the inside of the pads. Yep. Okay, reason wise yeah. are goalie pads made specifically for that. Side note: If you have rollers. Give up. No one likes you. You're annoying. Agreed. I hate rollers. Yeah, just but get regular sliders. I had a pair shipped to me. I put them on. It, it, I didn't even take them out of the house. I put them on the basement. Went left to right across the entire damn thing. And no, I don't want But this. so the point is, in the wet, would you say it benefits the goaltender over the player? It depends. Cause yeah, it, it depends it, on the goalie. I'm immobilized as a player well, in the wet. Do you have the rain shoes? We'll get there. Yeah, I no, I I think it benefits not necessarily the goalie, but the type of team. If you have a team that's built 100 percent on speed without without the hands, without the talent, 
That's yeah. a neutralizer. That, so, like, Carstens. Uh, yes. Travis Ingles. Yeah, if you have a speed Tracos team. and D4+. Plus, yeah. Colin McMillan. Yeah. Right. It, right. The rain will neutralize that. Workers. Yeah. 100%. I know if I'm playing those teams, I do my little rain dance. I, like, I go to that 164th Indian in me, and I say, let's make this happen. <laughs> let's get the rain going. But I think... It boils down to everything we've talked about all year. Equipment and prep. Well, and as a player, I, there are so many people out there that don't have the rain shoes. And I'm telling you, if you're the only one with rain shoes, you're basically cheating. Yeah. But it's legal. And Dude. it costs you like 30 bucks for shoes that you're going to throw away. Yeah. This next segment is brought to you by Rain Shoes. Buy Rain Shoes. Stop it. Stop being awful. So what we're talking about here is my comment right before Mock was talking about how it neutralizes the speed, neutralizes. Okay, with Rain Shoes. It really shoes, does, and it shortens the game. Yeah, but with Rain Shoes, those players are now relevant again. Yeah, it, it, it completely... It, it changes everything. Yeah. Even down to, the, like, the D4 level. If you got a guy that can outrun everybody else and everybody's slipping and falling, it makes a huge Dude, even difference. Even if you can't, if you're the only one that can move, everyone else is playing on ice, and you're, the only, one, you're the only one with skates. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You've got grip. And, oh, my God, I don't know how many people. And it, it, you take a pair of shoes, ah, and I hate... I'm just I'm pumping deck hockey's bottom line right now, but (laughs) bottom line. No, you got to start at the top line. Anyway, the point is, the point is for a very 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 small amount of money. I mean, we're talking one third of the amount of a new stick. You're getting the best advantage you can possibly have. It's a it's. Oh, a different world. I'm gonna steal your words. You're legally cheating. I play. I played without rain shoes the other day. I left them, and it 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 mentally wrecked me because I've I've been working the rain shoes since they were available, and they basically take like a NASCAR high grip Formula One tire, and they weld it to the bottom of a shoe, uh, shoe that you were just gonna mow the lawn in, basically. Throw away. They're garbage yeah, shoes. Whatever shoe you were gonna just used to uh, i mean do yard work or throw Throw it away away. yeah and now it is it is a weapon it's a weapon i'm gonna i'm gonna parlay that with if you were playing goalie without sliders like in any way you are you are even even in the dry but especially in the rain you are you are holding yourself back yeah it is i know it's a huge commitment you have to basically ruin a pair of ice pads to put them on there or buy a pair of specific deck pads but it took my play, and it's made me significantly better. My main problem right now is the fact that they're just not long enough for me. Well, and Squatch, yeah. squat, you're not known for your butterfly. So, and your left-to-right movement, so that's right. fine for you. Uh, and For a player like me who's 100% butterfly, I need right. them. Dude, effing cheat. Yeah. Cheat. It's legal. It, it would be like using the OG Milex stick from year one. <laughs> Everyone's using that stick, and you've got the new, Prototype. brand new, off the shelf, just peeled it out of the wrapper deckhead stick. 
and like I'm worse than you, but my equipment's better. So at least we're even now. And as a goalie, your equipment matters. Just saying. Yeah. And, and the cuter we, the better. We we That's could have thing. we could have a whole episode about goalie equipment. And, and this will be a four and a half hour podcast. But so happens. as as far as uh, the rain goes, something that I have actually noticed is uh, a tendency to overshift. Since there's yep. not as much running and you don't expend as much energy, shifts go from a minute no. in the dry, and now they're two, they're three minutes right. if you get a couple stoppages and you're fine. You're fine. You can stay out, but your boys on the bench, they're cramping up. They need to stretch their legs. They're getting tired mm-hmm. and, and it takes their the mind. energy level can't be maintained because there's too much rust. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So the other what thing I think I notice when, when I see uh, it raining out, you really get to see who's, who's been working in the garage and who's been working their stick handling the hands. while moving, while moving. Yeah. You can you can have hands all day standing still, but if your feet aren't moving with it, you're, you're, you're useless. Yeah, I it's, mean, it's a very underrated aspect of the game and the training. Everybody wants to shoot. Everybody wants to have sick hands. Right. Doesn't matter if you can't move your feet. Well, yeah. not everything is the warm-ups. You know, in the warm-ups, you're, you're taking rippers at a goalie, standing still. There's no defenseman. You're right. not on the run. It's entirely different when you got to run. Mm-hmm. Whether it's whether it's cold weather, hot weather, rain or shine, hitting it on the run, catching passes on the run, and being able to be accurate on the run is it it's it's hard. But once you get accustomed to it, it's you're on you're on a right. different level. Yeah, it's what separates the elite players from the average to the below average. So how, how do you, how do you work that in off, off season training or off ice training? The, the one thing I've seen Nick do, he, feet. he the runs feet, the man. feet, he runs feet through a ladder and he is constantly stick handling while moving his feet up and down the ladder. hundred percent. It's nothing more than any, any other sport. Yeah. You have agility ladders. You have the, in football, you have agility ladders, but right. they're elevated, so high knees. Right. Same thing, but you're doing it with this stick. This is going to sound stupid, but it's it's all calves, man. It's all calves. You're on your toes. You yes. gri- seriously, yeah. you're gri- you're gripping with your toes, man. You're gripping with your toes. You're on your toes. You're on the balls of your feet. Build up the calves. Yeah. If you if you got a fat set of calves, you're doing you're the right s- thing. You're set. Yeah. I know we're audio only at this point. But Shaq and I just whipped out those sick goalie calves that can only be achieved from playing goalie. And they're shaved, which is really awkward. Just the calf is shaft. So there's a very hairy shin and a a very smooth, supple, uh, moisturized calf muscle. I'm really going for the G.I. Joe look. (laughs) That's a hot look. No, but it, it ties into like a handful of episodes we've had before. Of what do you do in the off season? How do you get better? How do you elevate to the next leagues? And it's the work you put in. We had a DQ cancellation game last night, and a lot of other players like whatever is a makeshift game. It's a drop in game, and you get to play with players that that are from a variety of backgrounds. So yeah. whether you're playing on a line with Nick or you're playing on a line with some guy you've never met that just started playing yesterday. That's, that's good for your skill set. You, you, you're in a different environment Yeah, and you, you, but you're immersed in part it. Of the conversation is like the team they were playing against, they had D one players, like D one, it was a D two game, but there are D one guys. There's D two plus guys all in that. 
The other, sorry, I burped. The other team was all thrown together, and they, I know who they were. They're lower league guys. They had great shots and warmups, great hands. But as soon as they had to run and do it, yeah, couldn't happen. And that's their downfall. Is it's you have to concentrate every aspect of the game. You have to be able to stick handle while moving. You have to be able to move your feet. Well, and in the water, it's ten times harder. Basically but that, skate without well, there's without no, rain shoes. There's no stop and start is the main thing. Like uh, assuming that you don't have rain shoes, because if you've got rain shoes, you don't need to listen to us right now. <laughs> you can just go outside, spray down any surface that you want, and or, go run some agility ladders. Yeah, or you can walk up up the side of a wall like your Spider Man because you have the grip to do anything. You can walk upside down on walls or ceilings, whatever you need to do. Oh my God, they're amazing. The first time they came out, I was like, holy cow, no one has these. You'll get breakaways for days. It's absurd. Yeah. And if a goalie doesn't have sliders, they're not moving. Beat them left or right, especially if they're a stand-up goalie like me. So would you prefer that as a goaltender? Like if there's, like, let's say it's like a... Uh, a uh, misty day. I, I love the mist. Oh, the mist so is the best. Like yeah. a misty day as a goaltender, yep. is that the best in the world? Yeah, because yeah. rain, like, it waterlogs, it will soak in your pads. That's horrible. Nobody wants to get poured on. Yep. But the mist... But you work, like the grease a little bit. Yeah. So, like, even during a game and, like, a sunny day, I drink half of my water. I spit the rest out in the crease yep. just to make it wet. I stick my leg into the, into the net, and I spray down the inside of my uh, sliders. Because it helps me go, especially in the first couple minutes of the period when I'm feeling a team out. I want every boost I can get to understand how I need to like adjust and position myself. And if I'm gonna get have to stop a backdoor pass on a stretch, like I do butterfly. Like I I don't want to make it sound like I stand up all the time. But if I have to flip that leg out there, man, those sliders it makes all the difference in the world. And if I can add just every bit of lubricant to them that I can, it helps. Merry Christmas to me. Phrasing. Coming spring twenty seven or twenty eighteen, some awesome goalie pads coming to deck. Oh yeah, coming soon. D one equipment, but it's okay. D two plus goalie. So so hey, I'll take that. Because <laughs> Freiburger Marty, the only D one goalie, sound good. All right, thanks, buddy. So that that question came from the Louisiana Mudbugs. Is yes, that correct? Hundred percent correct. I just I have so much respect for those guys. Yeah, I don't get it. You're from the South. You've never seen ice in your life. The only reason that I play deck hockey is because I grew up in a hockey family. Yeah. You know, and growing up in the Midwest, it gets cold. I get free ice time. That doesn't happen down South. You guys are amazing. I, I, you're maybe more fanatical than us. <laughs> We're, well, no, we live in the Mecca, so it's easy for us. Well, they're, they're coming, what? 1200 miles out of their own pocket every summer to come play with us. It's amazing. They listen to us every week. Yeah. They're we bananas. They have their and own they... beer. They have a beer. Yeah. Can I be serious about that? Yeah. Like I, I, I would think I'm, I'm one of the resident alcoholics of the deck. <laughs> I think there's a lot more of and us than you think. The Louisiana mud bugs have their own labeled beer. That is a whole nother level of good penalty box. And yeah, Amazing. Uh, I can't can, can even we get, believe it. Can we get a penalty mock? Ooh. It should be a penalty mock. As far as tournament teams go, when you see Louisiana Mudbugs on your schedule, you're thinking, shit. Yeah, 100%. Is, is this 
I'm not going to lie. I when Before the tournament, I lobbied. I'm using air quotes there. You can't see that. I'm like, can we not play them again, please? Yep. Like, well, and it's only a matter of time before we start seeing them in the Waterloo tournament as well. Yeah. Which I had an you absolute so? blast at. Yeah. Dude, oh, yeah. oh, and the Waterloo, awesome. the Waterloo tournament, great example of wet conditions. Oh, yeah. Oh, the whole, the whole tournament. The whole tournament was, was wet. 40 moist. degrees and damn near snowing, but it was just a few degrees more. Everyone at the tournament was soaking. <laughs> and Dude, cold. It was, it was bad. And I mean, freezing. We're, we're one of the few people that actually had a tent up there. Oh. And I felt like we were all just huddled from warmth. It was no tent city, but I think that has a lot to do with the actual, like, geographic where, yeah, location. where it's at. You well, also, can't do it. great uh, location, though. Right, that's about wraps it up for another episode of Deck Hockey Focus. This week we learned a lot about last minutes of the game, how you should pull your goalie, getting some patience in there, treating it a bit like a power play. Uh, from Rob Jacobson, we uh, we talked a lot about how ice hockey can help your deck hockey play and how you need to be training in ice in the off-season of deck and using deck hockey to train in the off-season of ice. Um, we also rounded the episode out with a discussion about using your footwork uh, running those ladders and agility training in the off season, moving that uh, stick handle in the ball, and we talked a little bit about wet conditions for our friends down in Louisiana. Um, thank you for listening. We are looking for sponsors for this episode. If you are interested in sponsoring at all, I can give you the details. This is Zach Hurt. Feel free to send me a message or send a message to our Deck Hockey Focus page. Um, for Deck Hockey Focus, this is uh, Zach Hurt. Eric Mock. And Ryan Shackleford. Thank you, uh, as always, for listening, and uh, keep it all deck.